Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live from Indianapolis. Uh, day two of the NFL Combine rolls on. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur later this afternoon. We heard from Brian Gutekunst yesterday. Um, as I said last night on Extra Cheese, not a whole lot revealed from Gutekunst, but we expected that, no doubt about it. Um, I don't think we'll hear much from Matt either, but uh, the NFL makes them available, so we ask them questions. And it's a lot of fun. Hope you're all doing well. Good morning to everybody in the comments section. Good to see everybody, especially Big B is here. Always lovely to see Big B up in the comments section. Kevin, good morning. Dale, good morning from Indianapolis. I hope London is treating you well. What's up, Pogs? Pogs is here. Awesome. Mark, good morning. Continental breakfast or full? I have, uh, I have, I've nibbled, but I will be having a full breakfast in a bit. TKM at his post. Always good to see. I want the 2024 draft in Green Bay. Alex, you are not alone. I know one Corey Banky shares that sentiment with you, as do I. I'd love to have the NFL draft in Green Bay. It'd be awesome. Um, what else we got? What positions are on the field today? I don't think they're on the field till tomorrow. Is that right? No, today is Wednesday, right? So I think Thursday night is when they're first uh, on the field, and I think it's QBs and uh, a few others. 12's waiting. <laughs> what is 12 waiting on? What, you know, come on now. Who it is? It is a fool who tries to get inside the mind of Aaron Rodgers. Um, whatever he's waiting on, he's waiting on it. And all we can do is bide our time. You know, as Brian said yesterday, you know, the hope is to have a decision prior to free agency. Aaron said he's not going to drag this out uh, past that point when he spoke at the end of the season. And I can only take him at his word. So, when he's ready, he'll declare his intentions, and away we'll go. Uh, Mary Beth, good morning. Thank you. I am enjoying Indy. Having a good time. <laughs> oh, I love it. Rogers Watch 2022. I know. We're uh, we're right back to Favre Watch. It's um, deja vu all over again. All this waiting sure makes me think he's leaving. That's interesting, Tony. Um I don't know, all signs for me point to his return, but we'll see. I know Olive will be very upset if he doesn't, because you won't get that dog. If they do hold the draft in Green Bay in 2024, will it drive Banky nuts with all the peeps taking pictures by his house? Um, I don't think he'll notice. Um, just go about his life. Uh, could he say, yeah, I want to play, and Brian Gutekunst say, meh? Well, Brian's made it very clear he wants to wants to have him back. Um, so I think if, you know, Aaron wants to play, he'll return and he'll play in Green Bay. Rogers is still deciphering the results of his cleanse and it is a dirty job. You guys are crazy. Uh, is one of the concerns, wait, sorry, Steve on Facebook, is one of the concerns for the defense creating more turnovers? Seems like Savage Stokes and others missed a lot of opportunities. I think they would tell you yes. Um, I don't think they'd ever admit to that. You know, a lot of times it's, oh, the ball just bounced a certain way, et cetera. You do want to take the ball away. The ball is life, and taking it away from the offense creates more opportunities for your offense and to score points and win games. And we know throughout the years, turnover di differential is the number one indicator of wins and losses. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think there's any question. I think they did a pretty good job. Um, they weren't a turnover machine, of course, um, creation-wise, but – you know, I thought they had a number of really nice uh, – they did a nice job off the edge, both Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith. 
of disrupting the quarterback and dislodging the football. That's something that, you know, we haven't seen a lot of from the Green Bay Packers defense in the last you know, decade or so. Um, thought they improved in that regard. Holding on interceptions, though, yeah, you'd like to see a little bit more of it. But, hey, you can't argue with what Rasul brought to the table. Um, you know, sometimes it's just that's why they're defensive backs and not wide receivers. Their hands aren't that great. But, you know, they do tend to come in bunches. And I think, you know, if they can start the season off by getting a couple, hopefully that leads to bigger and better things. But I'm, I wouldn't call them deficient in that regard. But do they need to improve or should they improve? Yeah, I, I think that's very much uh, on the docket, so to speak. TKM. Thanks for the super chat. What has changed? How does a player, Aaron Rodgers, hold the entire system hostage? What would Lombardi have done over the pond fund? Enjoy, Indy. It doesn't matter what Lombardi would have done. That's a completely separate world, you know. Um, and look, hey, this is my thing. I've been, I was talking about it last night with a couple people. My thing, viewing it through the lens of history and the history of the organization is, you know, your organization is winning lots of football games, and that's great. But the health of the organization can't be viewed as great if it is beholden to one guy. I don't care how great that player is or the executive or the personnel person or whatever. If it's beholden to one person in the history of the Packers, usually that's not a great thing. Even Vince Lombardi towards the end, you know, they obviously um, want Aaron back in the worst way. And they've made it very clear that they'll do anything. They will do anything. I don't think it's a healthy way to run an organization. It's not a healthy way to run the Green Bay Packers. That's just me. That's just my thing. But... Uh, Aaron's got the power right now. He's got the leverage and he's using it, you know, and I'll say in a league where, you know, everything is set up and gives the owners and the teams a lot, if not most of the power, nothing wrong with the player grabbing some leverage and utilizing it. You know, I mean, that's, that's a rare, rarefied air that Aaron Rodgers is in and he's taking advantage of it. Can't bemoan him for that. Sean, thanks for the super chat. Jennings can be a lot, but drives me crazy when Packers fans pretend like he was only good because of 12. Well, I mean, you, you look at the production after he left, and it's not great. And I understand that. But, yes, he was an insane talent. Like, no one wants to admit that. The people who, you know, go after him on Twitter or whatever and you know, say whatever they say about him and don't think he should be in the Packers Hall of Fame, which he absolutely should be. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, but Greg does put himself in the line of fire, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, he was an amazing talent. No question about it. One of the best wide receivers, I mean, that hit the ground running in Green Bay. I'll never forget, you know, that was, you know, they would always bring guys along slowly, teach them one position, blah, blah, blah. And Greg came in instantly, was a starter, and knew every position and was running at every position. And he only got better. Um, a real technician as far as the game goes. So yeah, Sean, I'm with you. It is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Uh, Samuel, thanks for the super chat. Nagler, I love you and Cheesehead TV, but I'm also going to gloat as much as Olive if when Rogers returns. Gloating? Why? What's, what's that going to get you? I, I hope you win uh, whatever gloating prize you get in the mail. I hope it's a good one. Awesome, dude. Good for you. Quinn, thanks for the super chat. Morning, Ags. Does it frustrate players to have their contracts restructured and portions converted to signing bonuses? Most often, no. I mean, a lot of it's just accounting stuff, you know, um, unless they're in some 
place in their life where they desperately need capital. Um, for the most part, no. It, it, they, a lot of times, guys don't even really deal with it. It's just all done through their agents. He went from Favre to Rogers to Christian Ponder. Stephen, he did indeed. The Jennings versus Benkert Crabtree Twitter spat was great. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear that you know Tom, who played with Greg, didn't hold back, and John Coon, who played with Greg, didn't hold back. So it might say something about how Greg was perceived in the locker room at his time in Green Bay. Um, Banker's just <laughs> Banker's just great. You talk about a guy who carries the G and who clearly enjoys being a Green Bay Packer. Banker is awesome. Love that guy. James, thanks for the super chat. Thanks for all you guys do at Cheesehead TV. Makes skating through the offseason much easier when you have somebody to help you through the stress. Man, there's no stress. It's just the offseason. I hear you, though, uh, especially when you're waiting on Rodgers and trying to figure out what the team's going to look like. you got to wait for everything to play out and the franchise tag and then free agency and then the draft and blah, 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 and then we'll get to minicamp and all that nonsense. I hear you, man. Thank you for utilizing Cheesehead TV in any way, shape, or form to alleviate your stress. Uh, Craig's got it here. Jennings is so annoying lately, but watching his Green Bay highlight reel, he was a dynamic talent. Yes, yes, he was. Hopefully we can add a 14th championship to that jersey next year. That's what I've been saying. Get them while they're before they're a collector's item. I've been waiting, though. Last two years, we should have a, you know, 21 and 22 down here. Or 20 and 21. Driving me nuts. John says, this team really needs to focus on wide receiver, defensive line, outside linebacker. I understand not drafting for need, but you can't keep ignoring these positions early in the draft, speaking of wide receiver and defensive line. Well, I just I categorically disagree on wide receiver. Um, it's about five eligible receivers out in the pattern. It's not about a position. If there's a guy there worthy of it in the sense of their grading system and they take it at 28, what is the difference there? They take it there, right? Or say a team, a different team at 34 takes the same guy, right? Well, now he's a second round wide receiver, right? And everyone looks at it completely differently than it, the Packers taking the same exact dude at 28. Then he's a first round wide receiver. None of that means anything. For the Packers, it's positional value. There are premium positions. Wide receiver is not one of them. Now, defensive line, I'm a billion percent with you on that one. Now, that, I think, has been derelict of duty, not providing more talent along the line with premium picks. There, I'm with you. Wide receiver, please. The Packers have the best wide receiver in the game, the absolute best wide receiver in the game, and they are 7-0 and without him under Matt LaFleur. It's about positional value. Uh, 17 was a second round wide receiver. Thank you, Ray. Thank you. Um, I'd love to see Leo Chennel on the Packers. Uh, Jim, I'm with you. If either Rogers or Love leave slash traded, Tim Boyle is a is undrafted free or a, a unrestricted free agent. Do you think the Packers have any interest? That's an excellent question. Um, I would think so if they went 
that route if one of those guys leaves, but I don't think either of those guys are leaving. Um, and I do think they like Benkert, so I wouldn't um, wouldn't completely sleep on him. I also think if they were to move on from one or the other and they were looking at quarterbacks, I, do, I would not dismiss the – I know there's been rumblings and stuff online about Marcus Mariota. Um, I would not put that past the Packers. I would not completely dismiss that um, to be a backup, not to be the starter. Nagra, do you agree with Vic that receivers are a dime a dozen? All right, now relax on that. I'm not saying they're a dime a dozen. I'm just saying positionally, value-wise, affecting the game, um, they're not as important as, say, defensive line or even corner, I would say. Doesn't matter where you get drafted, get in and do the work to become successful. Very well said, John. Um, Telling Donald Driver was a seventh-round pick. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick. I mean, there are outliers. They do great stuff, and that doesn't mean much of anything. <laughs> Folks, Dennis, when was the last time the Packers took a wide receiver in the first round? Ain't going to happen. I mean, Javon Walker says hi. Saw this morning Packers interviewed a quarterback at the Combine. Angela, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, it's that time of year. Packers will talk to everybody. Maybe not every single prospect at the Combine, but they will talk to most of them. None of it means much in regards to their interest in said player, in said position, etc. They are doing due diligence and building profiles on almost all of these guys. So when the draft occurs, they have information on all of them. So, yes, I know there's interest there. I know people really kind of glom onto that stuff. And I'm not saying it doesn't matter because it does in the sense of their process, the Packers process of how they go about building profiles for each draft eligible player. But in the sense of like fans, like looking at it from the outside, hoping and praying for certain players or positions, et cetera, the team talking to players here at the Combine means absolutely nothing in that regard. You can safely ignore it. It doesn't mean anything. It is part of the process. It's part of building blocks, and that's all it is. Uh, I could see the Packers trading their first pick to get more selections. Lucas, uh, it's always a possibility, right? And it would be the most depressing Live stream at Cheesehead TV ever. <laughs> Can't wait till we wait all night for the Packers to get on the clock at 28 and then to have Brian trade back. That'd be, that'd be lovely. Mm. Hey, most hated Minnesotan. How you doing, man? Good to see you. Who's next on the laundry list of restructures? Walter, I don't know if it's a restructure, but I think Preston Smith is in line for an extension. So I would keep your eye out on that. Um, there's no doubt that the Packers are going to approach a few more people throughout this process, but I think uh, Preston is probably going to get extended. And I also think an, a Jair Alexander extension maybe is not imminent, but it's coming. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late for an important date. What's up, Oz? How you doing, buddy? Hope you're enjoying Indy. I am enjoying Indy. Thank you very much. Oh, I saw Matt last night. He says hi, everyone. He says hi to Packers fans worldwide. Uh, that long draft 2017, uh, right? Thoughts on the Kyler Murray situation? Uh, you know, I was talking about this last night. I I understand the impetus behind it from the player side. I really do. But, man, by making such a public push, especially that kind of statement that Eric, the agent, put out, 
you have now made sure that no matter what happens, if you pay him, if he gets paid or if he doesn't get paid, but especially if he doesn't get paid, every throw, every play is a referendum in 2022. And I understand that this happens all the time in the NFL, every single week, every single play, we are judging them, et cetera. I get that. But man, you have just made sure that it gets cranked up to warp factor 100. Every interception is going to be, oh, well, why would you pay this guy? You know, or you pay him and then there's a you know, play where something, you know, he gets sacked or whatever and misses a read or what have you. And, oh, God, I can't believe they paid this guy, you know. And I, I get it. I know that's life in the NFL. But it's so it's like unnecessary. It's it's inviting unnecessary scrutiny and pressure. There's enough already. Why put more on your client? I mean, you've done that to yourself. That's just weird to me. I mean, as far as like, does he you know, deserve it or whatever. If I'm the Cardinals, I don't pay. Not this year. Hell no. I know the CBA says you can now start negotiating. Okay, great. My negotiation is nah. Let's. <laughs> I mean, the guy really regressed once Hopkins went out this year, and that's got to be a pretty significant red flag for the organization. I mean, and I'm not saying he's not talented because he's he absolutely is. Of course he is. But man, you cannot maybe not fall apart, but you can't regress and, and your play cannot, um, you know, fall to a level where things looked so easy early in the season. And then, you know, the second back half of the year without Hopkins, a lot of it looked like a struggle. And I know it's a team game, no doubt about it. Quarterbacks get all the scrutiny, etc. But yeah, man, if I'm the Cardinals, no way. Absolutely not. I wait at least one more year. I don't know if they'll, they may completely think differently and I'm sure they'll end up paying him this year and we'll all be on our merry way, but that's where I'm at. As I watched the moon landing in Indianapolis. Points of Packers fan history here from Oz Osborne. I love it. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day right here on Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video subscribe to the channel uh for those of you in the indianapolis area i'll see you tonight at the meetup otherwise please hit like hit subscribe tell your friends tell your family cheesehead tv we are devoted to green bay packers fans worldwide <laughs>